Hello, welcome to Unpick. Um, this is a podcast about what we wear, why we wear it, and who we are, and how that affects things we, we um, put on our bodies. Uh, I am Sarah McClintock, costume designer, artist, and uh, occasionally Yu-Gi-Oh! watcher. Um, and with me today, we have... Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Yep. Hi, uh, my name is Iris Robin. Uh, I do all sorts of weird things. I'm a model. Uh, I'm, a, you know, like a budding cosplayer. I haven't really made that many costumes, but uh, I'm very much interested in fashion. Great, great. Um, so I think the way we're going to structure this today, I don't really have like an official structure as to how we do things, but what I thought that I would get you to do is kind of maybe go through three outfits that you wore this week um and talk about them and we'll see what we find out about you through them maybe yeah i I can do that yep no that's great Um, okay let me think so um probably one of the most interesting outfits i have is i have this vintage gold brocade opera cape that i found in like like this uh antique store i guess in winnipeg uh i've had it for a few years maybe since uh at least since 20, uh, 2011. Uh, I really love it. Huh. It's, it's, got like, it's got a couple of very large pockets at the front, um, and it has like kind of slits for my hands to come out, and it has this um, gold embroidery of like this, this repeating pattern of ducks on it, which is honestly, it's a very unique Ooh. design, and it has, it's, it's tasseled and fringed. So, and then uh, it kind of comes around, it has um, like a collar flap, and you can tie it at the front. So I usually wear that. I have a gold skirt. It's also black and gold. Um, it's black on the underneath, and then it has a sort of gold lace uh, overlay. And I usually wear the two together. And then I have a black shirt, and then uh, like just a regular collared shirt. And then I'll put um, two like uh, look collar pins in. Um, I have like I have ones that are in the shape of fleur de lis, and then I wear black heels. And uh, that's kind of it's. I like to be color coordinated. Um, and so black and gold is a pretty solid color scheme. I like it because, um, like, I got all of it pretty much secondhand. And I like to, I mean, I, like, uh-huh. I just feel like you find more interesting things that way. Um, because even if, if, if it's been mass-produced, it's probably, yeah. um, you know, not, do you tend to... like, probably not everyone is wearing it right now. But I believe that, um, sorry? Um, yeah, you, 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 you cut out on me, so I thought you stopped talking. Oh, sorry, no, I'm, I'm still talking. Sorry, where, um, uh, where were we? <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was going to ask if you tended to find most of your clothes through hunting. Yes, I do. Dark and obscure places. Yeah, that's how I find the vast majority of things. Uh, It's usually through secondhand stores, you know, charity stores. I mean, because like how those in the UK, not so much in Canada. But um, and also we have uh, Uh like clothing swaps. Like a lot of people in my community, they'll just um, hold. like, you know, they'll book out a space and say, hey, like, come bring the clothes you don't wear anymore, and then everyone else will do the same. And then you can just um, feel free to just pick things up, and then uh, leftover clothes will get donated. So I really like that, too. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds really nice, actually. I wish there was more of that around where I am. Um, what kind of um, things would you find in the community swaps? Just uh, honestly, everything. It's um, So I once found this sweater. Um, it has like a space background. It has like a triangle on it. And it says, uh, written in one font, it says, go away. And uh, and, and uh, in another font, it says like, I don't care or something like that. 
And so I thought uh-huh. that was a unique uh-huh. thing. I, I just have a sweater then sometimes like um, I just wear it when I kind of don't really want to talk to people, but I've never seen anything that looks like that before. So honestly, it basically looks like yeah. if, if, if a meme were turned into an item of clothing, it's like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. but honestly, you, you can get all sorts of things there. Um, you know, like, uh, if I need a new pair of jeans or something, like chances are someone has, you know, maybe outgrown a pair or just, you know, don't wear them anymore. And then uh, it's a good place to pick up things like that. Uh, it also helps if you have friends who are around uh, your size and shape. Like uh, my roommate and I are virtually like have the same proportions, so we can just swap clothes and shoes all the time. And then, you know, you just double your wardrobe that way. It's pretty cool. I, yeah, I've, I've had that with a few flatmates. It's basically like, I know I have twice the choice of shoes that I did before. Right? It's great. Yeah, it is great. I, I like that part of the, um, the, sorry, the opera kit we described, I'm still reading. It sounds incredibly cool. Yeah, um, I honestly absolutely love it. Um, it's a little bit warm to wear it right now, but it's perfect for, you know, full winter, autumn winter, as you say. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah would I you mean, just wear it? Go ahead. Uh, would you just wear that kind of thing out and about yep. day to day yeah. or would there be more special occasion? Yeah, no, I would wear it out and about day to day. Um, especially because one of the best things about that cape is that, um, it gives me a lot more. Um, it gives me a lot more space. So, like on public transit, because um, it goes out, and so I uh-huh. have like a wider oh, yeah. radius and stuff. So people don't really want to like kind of move in close to me and touch the cape. So uh, it gives me a lot of space on crowded public transit. People just don't really want to move into my personal space, and uh, so I like that aspect of it too. Oh, yeah. Um. So you said you were a model. Yep. Um. Would you? Do you usually work with a stylist for that, or are you picking out things from your own wardrobe? Um, yes. Yeah, so, um, the stylist and the like. Yep. Yeah, so the wardrobe stylist. Um, visually, yes. Um, in smaller fashion shows, I'll work with designer directly. Um, so it really does depend on you know like the scale of the project. But um, yeah. I I definitely do have my own like style preferences, but um, I do. I have a lot of trust in the creative team that is putting together um, whichever show it happens to be. And even if I don't think that something will suit me or that it's not, or if it's not something I, I would wear day to day, I trust that, you know, like the combination of the designer, the, you know, the stylist, um, the hair and makeup artist of everything that I trust that like the whole thing overall will be a really good look. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so I do like to, you know, I do like to experiment and wear new things. And uh, I mean, I just like playing dress up, honestly. So I'm happy to wear honestly anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same. That's kind of why I'm doing costume these days. As a yeah, exactly. And I mean, I can, yeah, and I can talk a bit about costuming as well if you like, because um, uh, when I when I make or when I wear costumes, I think about all the all the times when I can uh, use it outside of conventions. And so uh, my first cosplay was General Hux from Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Hi. And so I actually I commissioned. Um, that the entire costume and so in the winter i can wear that coat every single day and <laughs> it's uh i know it's just it's really paid for itself and i because i i know i've done similar things in making cosplays being like mm, am i gonna wear this all the time and is it worth me making it and i know that i always kind of when i'm wearing those things that come from cosplays i kind of go right secretly being like ah i'm this character right now but no one like realizes it it's yeah but no one knows right yeah yeah it's fun so would you was the modeling you do more commercial or what kind of thing do you do um so 
I started, you know, doing photographs and like just um, still portraits to build up my portfolio because uh, whenever people like um, if you want to work with someone as a model, they expect you to have, you know, like evidence that you've uh, done work and they want to see what your style is like, and what your best Hi. pictures are. So I started out doing that. Hi. And uh, then I got into doing modeling for like workshops because there are um, photographers in the area who run, you know, lighting workshops or posing workshops and, they, and for other photographers. And so I ended up modeling for those too. Uh, I've also done art modeling, oh. which is when you, uh, you show up and uh, people will do like, will actually draw you. So I have to stay very oh, still yeah. for that. Um, you, you can be in various stages of undress. Like it just, it depends. So that's art modeling. And uh, yeah, I've, I've also, done that. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, right? Yeah, it is. yeah. I, li- it, I like it and, a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and also, I mean, it's good because, like, that's um, where some of the paid work is. It's pretty decent. And then I've done community fashion shows. So, um, you know, the local university has a fashion program, and so, like, um, all of the design students will, who graduate at the same time, they'll put on a fashion show to, like, showcase their final collections, um, various other groups. Um, I know I was in a show called uh, The battle of the makeup hair and henna artists and so there, oh, this wow. was a community that just organized their own show and then it was a competition between um all of the different makeup and henna artists which was quite fun oh, and wow. uh there's also a monthly showcase that runs in toronto it's called the raw artist showcase and so that happens and it's just to showcase kind of you know like upcoming and uh new creatives like in all manners of art you know sometimes people will bring like sometimes they're photographers sometimes they're um like I don't know, traditional media artists, they'll bring things, they'll sell them, and then, you know, local designers will do a little bit of a catwalk, and uh, it's a good opportunity to do that as well. Yeah, yeah. And so now, yeah, so right now what I'm doing is um, I'm signed with an agency, and so it's now their, um, it's, it's mostly their job to find opportunities for me, but then it's my job to, um, you know, attend the auditions and castings and to actually kind of find work for myself. And that's been really helpful because uh, working freelance is quite difficult if you don't really know all of the things that are happening in the area and you're not super well connected to, you know, industry professionals. So that's been really helpful. Yeah. And honestly, I've been able to do, um, I shot a commercial for, you know, I shot an advert for, um, it It was uh, Milky Way, the chocolate bar. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I also shot one for um, Toronto's baseball team. So that's the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I know how. I mean, the whole reason that I started studying costume was not so much to learn the skills, but just to to meet the people because you really have to be connected in to the industry. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Um, honestly, you do meet some really interesting people. I I have I've really I've really enjoyed just meeting people in in the work that I do. Um, Anyway, I'm I'm very I'm mm-hmm. quite fascinated to to get into another outfit because you kind of blew me away with the first one. Like, holy shit! Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could describe various different ones as well. Like, there are so many that I like, and I feel like um I feel like I might be better off actually just uh, describing my sense of style and the way that I personally like to dress. Yeah. That might be a bit more helpful, and then I can go from there. Would that work? Yeah. Let's let's, let's do a general one. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I were to kind of throw a bunch of adjectives at you. I think I have, you know, two main overarching aesthetics. Um, one of them, which is, you know, kind of what the cape fits into. I like vintage. I like um, 
uh, very elaborate kind of flamboyant stuff. Um, I'm very interested in Oscar Wilde and the aesthetic and decadent movements. And so a lot of my inspiration comes from there. And, you know, as a fellow Yu-Gi-Oh watcher, uh, you know, that the villains dress absolutely <laughs> fabulously. And uh, honestly, one day I'm going to cosplay Siegfried von Schroeder and it's going to be great. Oh my God, yes. So yeah, um, that's very much, you know, that's very much one of my aesthetics. And so I do like a lot of formal clothes. I do like... Um, lots of suits with ruffles and things like that. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And probably the other one is more of a kind of, you know, all black, uh, you know, like, you know, just hanging out more casual stuff. Like, you know, I'll just hang out in like skinny jeans and a Star Wars t-shirt. And it's like a kind of emo yeah. space nerd thing. Um, I like a lot of galaxy prints yeah. and I like, and I like clothes that glow in the dark. I have several shirts that glow in the dark and I have a dress that glows in the dark. Like the dress is a constellation dress. And so like, uh, you know, it's kind of it's just fun you know like i can just i can just be like hey come into my room i'm going to turn the lights off and you can see my dress glowing and it's a bit of a party trick honestly but i just like that it's cool yeah and the dress has pockets so there's lots of good things yeah i so i would infer infer from that that you're a big sci-fi fan um i i would say yes but i'm not extremely well versed in it if that makes sense um I like Star Wars, I like The Expanse, um, I like Star Trek, but uh, I don't really know a lot about, like, like, I don't know, a lot of different sci-fi things. I'm really mainly just interested in, like, those franchises. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I could understand that unwillingness to commit, because I know the occasional hardcore sci-fi fan who's like, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna get into it. it, it yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, so it's it's like, oh, you like Star Trek, so you know, what do you think about this thing that happened in one of these episodes that you probably don't remember? And then I'm just like, oh, I haven't seen that. And then they're just like, oh, so you really don't like sci-fi? And it's just like, oh my god, leave me alone. Yeah, let let me like what I like. Yeah, um, I mean, you can enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and you also talked about that um, Oscar Wilde and kind of era of dress is that another thing you're very interested in um in like victorian yeah yeah i'm thinking yeah. Like kind of Bella i am uh, I yeah so i like i enjoy things that are very elaborate i mean i'm also interested in you know kind of napoleonic era like french military style as well oh my god yeah. um i'm in, I, yeah i'm interested in like um in, in the history of military dress in general and so combining that with like the flamboyance of like the decadent aesthetic movements, I like, I, I like that as a concept because um, some of my favorite patterns, um, you know, like, you know, peacocks were a big motif uh, at that time. And so I like that too. Um, it's, there are just a lot of different um, eras that I enjoy for various different reasons. And uh, I feel like, I don't know if those influences and inspirations necessarily come through in what I choose to wear and choose to make, but uh, they're definitely things that uh, have shaped the way that I want to dress. Yeah, yeah. I'm also curious, um, in the, am I, I'm right in thinking that you are non-binary and you say them, they, them pronouns? Yep. Um, yeah, you're correct. Um, so I usually um, use the label genderqueer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I was what if if you're drawing on historical influences, um because I know I'll because I, I'm not completely sure that I'm cis, like I go about life as cis because I don't care otherwise. Um, but I know that certainly whenever I am influenced by historical fashions, it's usually men's fashions that I tend to want to wear and replicate. 
um, in my own wardrobe. Mm -hmm. um, so I was wondering if you had a similar experience. Right. No, that makes sense. Um, or if, it, if that's different for you? Um, it's not really. I like clothes that will not immediate that don't immediately have any um, heavily gendered um, associations, I suppose. I mean, that's not to say, I mean, part of it is that I'm just as happy to wear like a 3D suit as I am to wear a ball gown. I love both of those. That's great. Um, but I also just like to dress in a way that doesn't, that um, hopefully doesn't uh, kind of incite people who don't know me to gender me um, in any mm. way. So, because mm. um, I don't really think that uh, clothes themselves have a gender, it's just that they've been traditionally ascribed to, you know, one or the other. Whereas I think that I should be able to, you know, wear exactly what I want without uh, someone kind of attaching gender to that, if that Hi. makes any kind of sense. Oh, so I'm God, just going to yeah. go about my life and wear whatever it is I like. And uh, I mean, if I do go shopping, then like, it doesn't really bother me which section the clothes come from. I'm just like, oh, I'll see that. And honestly, the only thing I really care about is that it fits. Yeah, that's... I'm. And pretty much all the, the other guests that I've had on this podcast have said something similar or pretty much exactly the same thing about gender and like I will just wear what I want and that's the overall overwhelming kind of thing that I'm learning that everyone kind of feels. Yeah, pretty same. much. Um, yeah, pretty much. And it's kind of like, um, cause it, it's just easier that way. And I know that some, uh, I, I know there are a handful of brands that have been, in, you know, they've, they've tried to, like, introduce, like, a non-binary section. But honestly, I think that, like, the best thing to do would be to just stop putting gender labels on clothes and just, you know, put, like, you know, T-shirts this way and, you know, like, trousers this way. Like, it doesn't have to be by gender. And also, like, I think that if we actually had a sensible measuring system, a sensible <laughs> sizing system, yeah. then those things, then that gender thing wouldn't even be necessary because, you know, like, um, you could... You know, like you could describe it in terms of cut or in terms of, you know, like, um, I don't know, chest span or something. Like there are, there are lots of ways to figure out uh, whether or not something's going to fit you yeah. uh, without, you know, kind of assuming a lot of things about um, their gender and their anatomy. So honestly, and if that fails, then just go in and try it on, you know, like, yeah, not that deep. Yeah. It's like every, every human body has a chest size of some sort. Can we not just use that? Um. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think someone someone asked me the other day, they were like, oh, as a costume designer, what do you think that fashion trends are going to do in the future? And I went, well, first of all, I don't know. Second of all, I think that gender is going to, the gender binary is going to disappear in clothing, and that's my opinion. Um, so can't wait for that to happen. I would hope so. Um, um, yeah, that's my only wish, really. Um, pretty much. Pretty much. So if you're... If you're wearing the sort of things that you first described to me just out and about, like, first of all, holy shit, yes, oh my god. Um, yeah. Do people recognise you for that? Uh, pardon? Like, do people, are you kind of known as being distinctive? Like, do people tend to recognise you? Um, yes. You know what I mean? I think so. I think that most of my, most of the the friends that I've made over here would say that they did, um, you know, notice my style even when they didn't know me properly. Uh, I like to think that I dress in a distinctive way. I'm not going to lie and say, oh, yeah, oh, you know, I'm so shocked that people notice me because obviously not. Like, I like, you know, I like being noticed because in my opinion, like, I have great fashion sense. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I certainly know I've like made friends um, when I was in uni from people coming up to me and going like, oh, I like what you're wearing. Um, yeah, I, you know, I like the compliments and, you know, I like it if they ask me where I got it. And then I always feel bad having to say things like, oh, yeah, I got it in this like super obscure place in Winnipeg or like or like uh, I got it from a friend of mine or like, you know, I got it back in the UK because uh, I mean, I, you know, honestly, I would be able to tell people like I appreciate that someone else would want to um, be able to find and wear the same thing as me. It's just that uh, I acquire things in a very different manner to the vast majority of people. Yeah, sort of. If you want to look like this, you have to put yeah. in the put in the work um the, the quest for those things yeah it's a bit of a quest and because i also like uh i enjoy browsing and uh i yeah I, I don't know if i would be able to um like describe exactly without having things in front of me like why i would choose one item of clothing over another but like i mean if we if we ever go shopping together or something I'm, i can be like oh yeah i don't like the lace on that one or like i think this uh this cut is not right for me and stuff but i wouldn't be able to uh, describe exactly like you know my ideal piece of clothing or whatever it's just that i just look and see oh i like that yeah and i also do like in terms of outfits as opposed to individual clothes i th yeah because i think about um um what you have and how this piece might uh you know fit into my current wardrobe and and you know how many different ways i can wear it because i like things that i can use in different combinations yeah yeah and speaking of outfits um could I get you to go through another outfit? And I think the, actually the thing that I'm interested in here is the stories of where you got things. Like I, I really like the stories behind individual pieces of clothes. Um, mm -hmm. For example, what what are you wearing at the moment? So right now I'm wearing a light blue shirt, um, long sleeved with a collar and cuffs. It has a like a pattern of various wolves and foxes on it, mm. and so like the the shirt itself is light blue. The foxes themselves are dark blue, mm. um, and I'm wearing my uh, black skinny jeans, semi formal shoes, and I have my nails painted uh, the same dark blue color as the as the wolves on the shirt. Mm -hmm. So um, I got this shirt from um, I got this shirt from um, a consignment store in the fashion district. Of uh, of Toronto, mm -hmm. and so uh, I, I really like consignment stores too because it's uh, it's a good place to find um, like you know unique or designer pieces for like lower prices. So it's it was really good. I love this shirt, and every single time I wear it, I get compliments on it. So it was definitely um, a good buy. I'm curious, um, what what is a consignment store? Uh, it's called Fashionably Yours. Uh huh. Um. Because I'm not, I don't actually know very much at all about the fashion world, and it's sort of strange to me that there's sort of fashion districts. But I guess I just don't think in terms of fashion and cities. Yep. Um, uh, no, that's fine. It's just because um, I mean, it's called the fashion district because like it's the same area where you can get all of the. Uh, you know, like you can get fabric and you can get leather and you can get you know um, lots of you know sewing supplies. Mm -hmm. um so that, that's that's why it's called that so it's just because it's just different neighborhoods of toronto i mean toronto is a very big city and so like it's just uh, the neighborhood where i got it from yeah yeah i mean i certainly know that i have every time i go down to london i like hit up fabric shops in soho and spend a ton of money um and go home ashamed um right <laughs> <laughs> um no that's fair
I guess, does being involved in the sort of modeling, does that does that help with knowing good places to get things? Um, honestly, yes and no. Um, I, I, I guess I know in terms of like, I mean, I like my knowledge of where to get fabric mainly comes from, uh, our, you know, our mutual friend Morgan, just because she, you know, she did a fashion degree and she knows like the best places to get the best things. But uh, in terms of, I've just been kind of finding my clothes this way for a while and that's just uh, I've just kind of stuck to it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I don't I don't really know how much that has to do with being a model but um certainly being a model has um shown me you know like what kinds of you know like how different outfits can work and uh, different settings and so like I've I think I've gotten a bit more of a sense of how to uh how to communicate through clothing if that kind of makes sense, it doesn't sound too kind of vague and strange. No, yeah, yeah. And what... Now, this is definitely going to be a very vague and strange question, but what are you trying to communicate through clothing? Um, mainly, it's just, it's just a source... Of, it's just another way of creative expression, right? Yeah. So, um, I just want people to... Like, if I'm walking around on the street... Um, I just want people to kind of, you know, like if I pass them and like, you know, they'll like kind of turn their head back and be like, oh, you know, maybe tell, tell their friend, be like, oh, yo, like, did you see that person go by? Like they have a really cool shirt and stuff. Yeah. So I, I also like to convey that, um, that I'm someone who kind of knows what they're doing. Yes. Yes. I, I think there's a lot in dress because yeah. I know whenever the reason that I try and dress to look good is so that people will listen to me if you know yeah what I mean. um yeah yeah definitely and also like i mean it's not that's not to say that i'm dressing like purely for other people i mean i'm gonna dress myself but okay. i also do like to i like it when people uh acknowledge that you know i've put together this really coordinated outfit and uh you know like you all should respect that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um do you do you have any particular stories of just really good finds in places oh uh, my mind? goodness let me think okay so yes actually so uh this one time i was in kensington market and it's kind of like um i, I guess it's similar maybe to like camden in london like camden in london with like i don't know maybe like have you ever been to brighton by any chance uh yes once Okay, well, yeah, okay. A uh, better comparison is, you know, the north and the south lanes. So, kind of, you know, oh, yeah. narrow streets, like little, um, like, boutiques and stuff like that. Interesting places, like vintage shops, secondhand shops. Uh -huh. So, uh, I went into one of those, and uh, this was when, when I was in my first year of university. And uh, I found this really cool, like, uh, long velvet green coat. And I was like, okay, I really like that coat. I need to think of some good use for it because otherwise, like, I'm just going to buy it and it's going to sit there. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I, like, you know, Halloween was coming up and I was like, yo, uh, if I get this coat, I can do lots of things with it and I can just keep it and wear it forever after. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up, like, doing this Halloween costume, like, as Isaac Newton or something. Uh -huh. And uh, it was really funny. But I still have that coat. And it was, like, it was a really good price, too. It was, like, $50, which, I don't know, in pounds, that's, like... Uh, I don't know, current conversion rate, yeah, like, maybe it's like th 37 or something, yeah, like maybe? 30, 35, 40, I... Yeah, something like that, but it was a pretty, it was like a really good price, and, uh, I'm just really, really pleased with it, because I've been able to use it, um, 
in lots of other ways, like because I did um, Agent of Asgard Loki. Oh yeah. Um, recently, and I didn't have time to finish his coat, and so I just wore that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Useful. Yeah, I started finding that like as I make things and just collect items, my wardrobe builds, and I can just like. I'll be like, oh, for this I need like a 18th century style shirt. Oh yeah, it's fine. I've got one. I had one for this other thing yes. that I've used. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that, and uh, that's the benefit of you know kind of cosplaying lots of different characters from lots of different you know genres and eras, and you know like you can use parts of them for whatever you like, and then uh, it's just it's a good time, and then you know that definitely no one else has that because you. Uh, because you made it, you know? I know. I have the satisfaction in making stuff. It's like, okay, you definitely don't have this. Yeah, it's great. And so, like, I've made... Uh, there are a couple of dresses that I've made, and they weren't for a costume, they were just because I wanted to make them. Yeah. Yeah. Was it was it cosplay that got you into making stuff? Uh, no, it was the other way around, because uh, my parents got me a sewing machine when I was maybe... 16 mm-hmm. and uh you know like my grandmother always made my costumes before then and i thought like yeah i mean maybe i can make my own clothes and uh it wasn't until like last year that um i actually tried to make something you know like from scratch you know morgan like uh helped me draft the pattern and everything yeah but no it was really cool well, and so now i actually have like i know how to use a sewing machine and so like that's that's a good start yeah yeah what was the first thing you made out of interest uh, gosh, it was this black and white, uh, kind of summer shirt, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that was probably, I think that was the first thing I made. Uh, yeah. Not, the first thing I made was a corset. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, that's really impressive. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to make corsets, but... Uh, it was, it made it very badly, but I learned a lot. Um, right. It was not wearable. Um, but yeah, that's... Like, oh, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I think that I'm gonna gonna start wrapping up. Um, okay, sure. Um, I hope that was interesting. No, uh, it's been honestly great to talk to you. I absolutely love talking about my clothes and my style. Yeah, thank and, you for uh, coming let me on. Know when the episode is out. Um, absolutely, it was a pleasure. Be- before before we wrap up, is there is there anything else you would like to to add? Plug. Um, where can people find you on the internet if they want to? Uh, yeah, sure. So my website is irisrobin.ca one word uh on twitter i am at iris underscore robin and on instagram i'm at iris with two underscores and then robin because you know someone took the first one i'm considering messaging them being like hey like i've kind of got this username on everything else like i'll pay you to like give it to me but uh we'll see uh, yeah. And that's uh yeah that's where i am uh and my modeling portfolio i suppose it's uh miraclemgmt.ca forward slash iris i think i'm definitely gonna go and i'm uh, extremely gonna follow you on instagram um, oh my gosh yeah please do I'd love that um, yeah yep. if people want to follow me on Instagram I am Sarah Mook Costumes uh, MCC Costumes um, and I'm that on Instagram and Twitter as well um, and if you if you have any con- comments questions about the show just at me on Twitter um, I'm always extremely happy to chat about costumes because I am the Sarah Mook Costumes um, yeah perfect and, you know, we'll definitely talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! too because I have so many feelings. Oh. I love that it's on Netflix right now and I'm doing a big rewatch and it's so good. Oh, yeah. I guess the other thing I have to plug is that I also have a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, which I'm going to go and record straight after this in about 20 minutes. Um, oh, my God. It's called Pod of Greed, like P-O-D of Greed. 
Yeah. Um, oh my god, like the card. Yeah, like, like yeah. the card, but yes. the podcast. Um, okay, I love that so much. So yeah, we're watching the like original 1998 first series, which was only released yeah, in season season zero, basically. And season zero, you know, yeah, where Yugi had wavy hair and Kaiba had green hair, exactly. and you know, yeah, and like they don't play dual monsters really very much, and no, oh, and it, yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. Um, yep. So join us there if you want to enthuse about Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, because, okay. hey, I'm also a big nerd. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good evening. Bye.